Hi, and welcome to day 10 as we look at the words of Christmas. And the word of Christmas we're looking at today is the word expecting. That's what Advent is all about. The Bible says, Joseph went to Bethlehem to register with Mary, who was pledged to be married to him and was expecting a child. And while they were there, the time came for the baby to be born. God gave Mary a promise. A seed was planted. And now she had to wait. How long was it until Mary experienced the first signs of new life stirring in her? When did morning sickness start? When did she feel the first kick? I wonder when Jesus first turned over in her tummy. All of these things were signs along the way that Jesus was coming, but still Mary had to wait. And when her time came, it only got tougher. Poor Mary, nine months pregnant and traveling 80 miles on the back of a donkey to an unwelcoming town. This was probably not what she was expecting for the birth of the Son of God. A long, bumpy ride, a dirty stable. There was no Bethlehem General Hospital. Her mom wasn't even there to help her. It was just Joseph, the most unlikely midwife in history. But the seed of a miracle often sprouts in the soil of adversity. Advent is the season of expectation where we remember Jesus' first coming and we look with anticipation toward his second coming. But for many people, their whole life seems like an Advent season of waiting for the Lord, waiting for a healing, waiting for a break, waiting for some news of hope, waiting for direction, waiting for Jesus to come and set things right. But here's the decision you have to make in your Advent seasons. Will you wait in doubt or will you wait in hope? And for so many people, the longer they wait, the less hopeful they feel. But the Bible says, wait with hope for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. Yes, wait with hope for the Lord. Waiting for the Lord is a lot like an expectant mother, like Mary, waiting for the birth of her child. There's a a longing, an excited expectation, a joyful readiness in her, even in the midst of her discomfort. In fact, her expectation grows as her discomfort grows. The more uncomfortable she becomes, the more confident she becomes that something or somebody is coming. She's not pacing the floor for nine months. She's not saying, can't we just hurry this up? We should be able to do this in half the time. Come on, kid, what's the matter with you? Why are you taking so long? Get with a program. It's not the baby that has to get with a program. It's the mom who has to get with the program. And sometimes I do that when I'm waiting on God. I say, come on, God, why are you taking so long? Get with the program. But it's not God who has to get with the program. I have to get with the program. Gestation periods are set by God. Has it occurred to you 
that maybe your waiting period is really a gestation period and there is nothing you can do to speed up the process. Instead, you must cooperate with God and get ready for deliverance. The expectant mother doesn't sit around and do nothing while she's waiting. She busies herself with preparation for what she knows is coming. She prepares herself through diet, exercise, and rest. She cuts out unhealthy practices, unhealthy foods, and unhealthy habits. She avoids anything that could have a negative effect on the fruit of her labor. She also prepares her environment by making room for new life. She sets up a nursery and buys baby supplies and clothing. She doesn't take a wait-and-see posture. She actively prepares for what she believes is coming. She doesn't know the exact moment, but she knows the moment is coming when everything in her life will change. So she fully prepares her body and her environment. And the more she prepares, the more ready she becomes. But at the same time, the more ready she becomes the more uncomfortable she becomes. This is what it looks like to wait with expectation on God. When you're waiting on God to birth something new in your life, there is a spiritual gestation period that is accompanied by discomfort, impatience, inconvenience, weariness, pain, and a pilgrimage. And just like an expectant mother, your gestation period is set by God. He decides how long you have to wait. To wait for the Lord is to confidently expect Him to meet you and to make yourself ready. So have you thought that perhaps the reason God is taking so long is that you have not made yourself ready for Him to act? You might think you're waiting on God, but God just might be waiting on you. Is there something he's waiting for you to give up or start up to make yourself ready for his arrival? You need to prepare yourself and your environment for God to do something new. My most intimate and profound encounters with God have always come in the most painful times of my life. What kind of pain are you going through right now? That pain could mean that God is getting ready to birth something new in your life. Don't give up hope. Get ready. As the Bible says, wait with hope for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart be courageous. Yes, wait with hope for the Lord. Let's pray about this. Lord Jesus, in this Advent season, many of us are waiting for you to act on our behalf. We're waiting for you to bring relief from our pain, waiting for you to answer our prayers. And as we wait for you to arrive on the scene, help us not to give up hope, but to wait with confident expectation that you will fulfill your promise and that you will complete what you have started. Show us, Lord, if there's anything you're waiting for us to give up or start up so that we can be fully prepared for the good work that you are about to do in our lives. And we pray this in your name, Lord Jesus. Amen.